Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings. And man, am I excited for you today. This is going to be a really fun episode. We have a great guest interview with John from Green Foundry. It's joining us this evening, coming in off a full day of work. I know you probably had a full day as well. Um, just finished feeding Baby Jack. Like, it's crazy, crazy life schedules right now. Uh, been wanting to set this up for a while. We finally got it in, and I think this one's going to be packed with value. So, John, how are you doing this evening, buddy? Great, man. I really appreciate you having me on. I know that got a lot going on in your life, like we all do, and like you said, uh, long work day, but been wanting to get on with you really feel like we could uh shed some light on some on some people's uh business tonight um in a real compact way yeah absolutely man well i think what we're going to talk about today is so if you haven't heard of john uh, green foundry co um you know, lighting company that and, and we're gonna let john go into that more uh, as he tells his story of kind of what they what he's got going on and then how how that can apply to all of us out there as the installers and the contractors but uh me and john connected on social media i don't know months ago it feels like um connected and just kind of ding back and forth and then finally got this set up and so we've talked a little bit about some lighting that we're looking to do for our business as well uh, wanting to start some lighting installs and just I think this is going to be of great value uh, I know you've been on Caleb's podcast a couple times um, I don't know if, I don't know of any others Those are the one, that's the one that I've heard you on uh, I'm sure you made your you made your rounds other places as well, but I know you can bring a lot of value. And uh, John, you talk fast, you you come bring a lot of energy, and I love it. So I'm excited, uh, and I just want you to kind of take it away. Tell us about Green Foundry and what you can do for the contractor out there to help them make more money and start upselling and adding lighting into their business. Sure, sure. Really appreciate you guys having me on. I definitely you know appreciate talking to you and uh, spreading the 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 word of lighting and value um, that it brings. Um, but in particular, kind of a little bit about Green Foundry. So we're a wholesale distributor, business to business. We work directly with the contractors. Um, currently, we're in uh, operating with customers in 33 states. So um, we are not your traditional brick and mortar. We work in a little bit different uh, kind of uh, pandemic. A pandemic ex- accelerated our business a little bit because we were kind of already set up for a lot of this uh, shipping and not having people coming into stores. So um, that's kind of our, our business model. We kind of do like a, a touchless service. So we're full service. We'll, we'll walk you through stuff. Um, we'll give you a lots of help. We'll give you no help depending on what you need um, for lighting and fire. Um, but we're really enthusiasts and we really want to elevate the game like all true business owners that care about their business. They want to make more money, one, but they want to elevate the game. They don't want to do bad work. No one wants to be known for doing bad work. So, um, yeah, that's kind of a little bit what we do and how you and I connected. Like you said, it felt like it was almost six months ago now, but, um, yeah, I've been trying to link up and you were looking into some lighting and adding that to value for your company. So basically, uh, we've started our connection by me providing a service for you and seeing if we can get that extra line item sold for you on a job that I believe you were bidding recently. 
Yeah, man. It is uh, something that I'm interested in. We have a long way to go. We actually didn't even end up getting that job, so kind of fell to the wayside there. But we are definitely going to keep doing it. Um, in any of our landscape or softscape installs that we're doing here in the fall and then especially in the spring next year, lighting is going to be a big push for me, and it's something that I really don't know anything about. So what I really want to do in this podcast is I don't want it to be a pitch fest for Green Founder. I don't think you want it to either. I think it, we want this to be educational for guys out there who have contract businesses and we're helping um, homeowners and other people that do commercials well, but we're helping people improve their landscapes. And it's something that we do all this work. We spend ten, fifteen thousand dollars The customer does. Why would you just want to see that during the day? Why, they want to be able to see it at night when they have friends over to host a party and all that stuff. So it's a thought that really never went through my mind as a young um, young entrepreneur, young business owner in the green industry. And it's been brought to my attention. It's something that we need to start pushing more. So I think I want to take this show and kind of apply it and, and maybe give some tips on uh, ways to upsell lighting for the guys like me, the guys that are out there who have maybe two to five team members on their crews, um, a smaller, I mean, two to five hundred thousand dollar business, something like that. We do a lot of softscape installs, things like that. No really hardscapes, and, and if you do hardscapes, either way, I mean, you still should be putting lighting in. But um, for me, that's just not what we do. So that's not something that really applies to me. But I know there's a lot of guys who mow, blow, and go, and then they try to put out mulch and things. Just do basic plantings, things like that. Well. Lighting is not out of your realm of doing. And, and like for me, I always thought, well, it is. It's hard. I don't know how to do wiring. I don't know anything about electricity. Um, I don't know anything about electrical. I don't know how to put a transformer up. I don't know any of that stuff. And then we sat here and we had a call for an hour one day and it was like, oh, shoot, I could do this. Like, this isn't hard. I can do this in, <laughs> I can do this in a couple hours. And it's like, and it's definitely the, the, the time that I make my first upsell and we actually close the job, it's going to be a process. But I know you're going to be able to help me walk, yeah, help, walk yeah. me through it and do it. And that's why I wanted to talk about it is because, like, I know you're not just – you're not just pitching lighting. You're you're pitching, not pitching. You're just telling how you can be of benefit and how Green Foundry and the lighting in general can be a benefit to us, the contractors. So yep, yep, yep. What, so, what are some um, ways? Take us, just take us down that yeah, rabbit hole. So so exactly what you're saying. So um, what I want to do is bring some value to you and your company by saying, okay, you're already doing X, Y, and Z. You're on site. Here's some methods. Here's some things maybe you want to invest in to then get that extra line item. These are high high dollar items like return on investment you can um you know i i know uh some installers are at 50 percent margin you know i don't know anyone who's cutting grass for 50 percent margins you know um it's nice to work off of a, a higher margin for something that if you care enough about and you put some some really good effort in um you can have some high results and, and then eventually start charging some some high dollars for but um originally what i like to tell everybody is like most find somewhere you can practice whether it's your home your grandparents your parents your aunt your uncle hey you want to give a present to your sister who just got a house invest some money in some lighting um to have and to play around with and with us we have 30 brands i'm gonna not i'm not gonna just say hey try this brand this is the best brand that's the only brand so we don't work for the manufacturer directly we work for ourselves and for you guys so what we're saying is all right you're in this market and, and you can stand testament to this. What do you think the price point is? So I know what you were looking to sell and what you thought you could sell something for. So I found something that was equivalent for that. And um, hey, that, that maybe didn't work out this time, but at least now we have a mindset of, hey, this is good for my area. Um, if you're in a big city and you know you can charge higher and you're looking for a higher end dollar because that's your clientele, 
then great. You know, start somewhere. Get some lights, um, whether it's uh, five, maybe six lights, a small transformer, some wire. Um, eventually, you'll be able to use it somewhere else. But in the meantime, you'll use it as demo. You'll use it as practice. Um, you'll set it up at someone's house while you're starting their fall cleanup and you're starting your pruning. The first thing you do is you set up some wire above ground. You kind of just, you know, you're not burying anything. You, you highlight one section of the home properly. When you leave at night, the lights come on. They're like, oh. What, what happened? Well, we are upselling lighting now. We're coming back for mulch to finish the mulch and the cleanup tomorrow. Um, this is something that I can provide as a service for you. Is this something you might be interested in? Um, I can take it away from you if you want, but keep <laughs> it for the, keep it for the evening. Yeah. Boom. So, and you're not doing anything. You're giving them value because lighting is not only for aesthetics. It truly brings safety and security to the home and it can bring increased value to the property. Mm -hmm. So, you, you know, you're doing, uh, uh, multiple things here, you know, um, and it's really good to try this and start with existing customers because they trust you, your work, your value, you, you, you're willing to work with them. They're willing to work with you a little bit more, you know, and kind of make your, uh, as they say, make your bones that way, you know, it's a, a good starting way to get, dip your feet into it. Um, I definitely think some, some extra lights at home to demo and to, to shoot, not so much to let them pick, like choices as samples, but really to show what you can do with it when done properly. Um, I think that's important um, really to get started. Um, and then just leaning on some people that you know that are already doing it for some advice. Um, myself, um, Chase works with me, um, you know, how I work for at Green Foundry. Um, anyone that's in your circle, I know a lot of guys are now starting their own like peer group circles reach out to someone else. And, you know, um, if you have genuine, uh, uh, if you're, if you're genuine about your, what you're doing, people are willing to help you. So, you know, I, I always, I'm always a firm believer in that. And, uh, I'm always willing to help, you know, as long as, you know, it's, I'm helping you to, to achieve a goal to, to then you can do it on your own. It's not, Hey, I'm just doing this for you. You know, no one wants to continue to do something. Um, they want to teach them to do it, you know? Yeah. No, hundred percent. I think that's I think that's really good advice. The demo thing is intriguing to me. Um, what is so like? What is the entry? What is like a base level entry price uh, pricing that maybe uh, the contractor would have to invest to, to do to start this? So, like you're saying, just a demo kit, something like that. What are we looking at? What are guys looking at if they want to just think about getting into it, start showing it off to their customers, and saying, "Hey, this is something we could do." So. I mean, it's, it's relative. So again, depending on what your customer base already is, yeah. I mean, I, I, I would want to say like, there's no one set thing. Cause I have For guys sure. that reach out all the time and they're like, um, Hey John, I, I love that demo kit. Where'd you get that? How so I really like to customize it. So to me, that's more important. So what are you looking for? Let's get you those lights. You buy those lights, you put them in your kit and we can, you know, facilitate that and walk that through. But in general, I would say minimum contractor pricing you need to be at least a thousand dollars be willing to spend minimum a thousand dollars to get to get a good and i, I don't want to say a good but at least get your feet wet get you yeah. something you know um if i was to say what would be ideal i would say if you could budget two 
that'd be more than enough. And then awesome. you fill it in there. It could go as low as 12, 15, you know, it depends. But I would say, you know, that would be a good starting point. Um, and again, customize it, you know, um, but still make it useful. You're not going to go crazy and have five different path lights and all different color shades and all different light temperature. You're going to try to still make it look where it can kind of be cohesive. Um, but, you know, um, you're going to really focus in on like, you know, uplighting, wall washing, things of that nature, so that you can really highlight the specimens that you're trying to show. Hey, look, this is how I do the house, the right way to highlight a house. Um, and maybe you can say kind of what we talked about, how I showed you how the homeowner already had lights versus what I was thinking on that, um, on that home that we, we spoke of. Yes. Yeah. So he had two lights and they were just blaring on his house at a it was a little bit intense yeah. um, and, it, and it was better than no lights. But mm -hmm. what I said was, hey, let's do four because of the distancing on the, the home or I believe three on the one section and four on the other yep. and really go a little lower tone, even out the light, really get a nice wash where it's not um, looks like a, like you're at a, a parking lot, you know, yeah, safety. Yeah. <laughs> you're looking at someone's home and you can see the texture of the brick. I remember at this home was actually has a brick facade on it. Yep. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. So something like that, I think is more than plenty, you know, and that would even allocate some dollars for some very simple tools, but most tradesmen should have some sort of wire stripper. Um, they usually do, you know, I, there's some that I prefer. We offer those as well as far as ancillary items. So if you're looking to get started, we can really get you, you know, a package sent out basically, and you could get yourself um, out on a, on a, on a property <clears throat> with within hours of receiving the, the package and then setting up a demo, um, you know, uh, for a homeowner. Um, yeah. That, you know, depending on where you are in the U S and where the stuff was coming from. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, th I think that's definitely a good, a good starting point. And then, um, <clears throat> really looking at design, like looking at aerial views of properties and just putting some thought behind it, not, not so much, um, overloading, uh, properties when you're designing it with light. It's not about, Hey, I put on 80 fixtures on this property. Well, that's nice. Were they placed properly? Were they adjusted properly? They have the right wattage, the right angle of, of light distributed on the on the trees, on the facade. You know, that's more important. I'd rather see someone, you know, do 40 lights and light up the certain key areas properly, you know, um, not light up 80 different objects. Use those same 80 lights and 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 focus them in on on 40 objects, you know, two per or something of that nature. Um, so that would be something I'd give as a tip and something to kind of get you started. Um, and then, you know, from there, um, sky's the limit. There's courses, there's instructors, there's some really pe good people out there. Yeah. Um, you know, um, week long courses, intense courses. Um, that's definitely things was, that have. That's exactly where I wanted to go next. That you, you kind of already transitioned to where I wanted to go was. So we get this, we, we go through this demo phase and. Well, actually, I want to get. We'll come back to that in a minute. We we okay. we purchase. We got our budget. We purchase. We say, all right, let's start demoing. What does the install process look like for just that demo? I mean, not literally. How do you do it? We don't need to go through that on the air. But like mm -hmm. licensing, do we need to have electrical licenses? Or is, I mean, it's all low voltage, so I know most of the time you don't. I mean, just all depends yep, on your yep. city and state regulations. But like any special uh, licenses or anything like that. And then when it comes to just the demo kits, like you, like you said, like you're not burying anything. And what typically is in a demo kit? Like we putting stuff on houses, we putting up tree lights. What are we doing? Just like 
traffic pathway lights. Um, what does that process look like? So as far as licensing, each each state and municipality is going to have their own regulations, but typically low voltage lighting could be buried, um, must be buried at least, uh, you know, I like to do, uh, you know, eight inches, but they say, they say six inches below grade, um, but, you know, nice, uh, nice clean connections and that's it. There's homeowners can do it. There's no real licensing to it. It's pretty much. You got a business you know, license, you can go to work. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> you can install it for yeah. sure. hundred percent. Um, and as far as like skill set, it's basically anything that you would do when you're doing your irrigation, your edging, um, it's ma- a little manual labor and then some wire nuts. It's not, it's more about being strategic with the way you're laying it out, the way your wire runs are being laid out, your, um, wire efficiency, you know, um, you're running copper wire, um, that's 12, 12, two, so 12 gauge wire, um, you know, and you want to be efficient with that because that's probably one of the more, you know, that you're using more consistently items, you know, yeah. you don't want to have too much, but again, you don't want to be stingy with that. So there's a way you'll learn that. Um, that's some of the things that I talk about, about pre-planning and, and having like a map in your head. And then as far as like what would be inside that demo kit, outside of some basic tools and some accessories, I would say, you know, you're going to have some wire and transformer. And to start, you don't need much um, of either of those because you're just demoing. So it doesn't need to be anything more than, you know, a 150 watt transformer, potentially a 75 watt, um, you know, depending um, either or. Um, and then, like I said, maybe one to three path lights, depending on your budget, you'll just have two styles, two colors or something of that nature, just to kind of, you know, just kind of keep them consistent, not anything too crazy different. And then um, really what you'd have is some, what some people refer to as accents, up lights, bullet lights. They can be called, you know, any of those um, people, you know, call those names interchange. So I would suggest, you know, several of those, um, four or five of them, and then maybe a couple, what some people call wall washers or washers, I've heard them called. Mm-hmm. Um, so another three or four. So you might be looking at like eight, eight to 10 total fixtures, you know, um, and wire and transformer pretty much. That's what that to me would be sufficient to start, you know. Um, and then again, mixing and matching, depending on the size of properties you're normally going to be demoing on. But you don't want to demo the whole property, in my opinion. If you can't put a design, some sort of design together, 2D, and then explain it with pictures um, and then showing, hey, this is how I would do this section of your home properly with whatever combination of those lights are, um, this is what I would do, but here's the full design. And then they see that, then they, they should be able to say, okay. Now, I know some other people are a different school of thought where they are strictly lighting companies and they have demos and they have enough lights that are on demo kits that they can um, run out and light up your property in a couple hours above ground and flip switches and, hey, this is what it could look like, um, minus some aiming. And then they sell it that way and they're good at it. They're efficient. They do really well. And yeah. you know, that's one way to do it, but that's a different investment. You know, that's someone who's doing strictly lighting or a lot of lighting. So, um, some people don't demo at all. They're beyond that. They're like, here's my design. Here's my past work. This is what I know I can do, you know, but you got to get started somewhere. And I think small demo kit highlighting some, some key areas or some key, key 
plant material on the property. Yeah. Um, just showing how it's done right. And then, you know, I think that's, that's the sell. And if, um, you know, for those that are doing hardscaping, um, maybe you mix in maybe one less house light wall wash light, and maybe you do, um, uh, under cap hardscape light that people are using for steps, um, for under bar caps, under seating walls, something like that. Maybe you get two or three of those and those, when you're building your wall, maybe you install them before you glue the cap, set the dry lay of the cap on top so they can see it and say, Hey, I'll see you tomorrow. And then there, that's, uh, you know, um, I've seen lots of people do it that way and, and it works well because a lot of times lighting is overlooked, but if I would say anything, put it on the front end, think about it ahead of time when you're pitching them, include it, have your line item and at least get that conversation started. Um, that's the biggest mistake that people are losing out on lighting is they wait to the end and there's no more budget left on yep. the project. Yep. And, and that is incorrect. Yep. I think that's one. I think that's one of the main reasons I lost that last job that we that you were helping me on is because we waited too late to do it. Um, we had already gotten a landscape. We had already gotten the landscape design and everything to him, and then we go back and add on an extra five or seven grand. Was, and they were like, "Yeah, let's not." Um, so, so yeah. whereas if you had, whereas if you had it itemized out at the beginning, yeah. right, and we had the full Monty at the fifty-five. I think we settled on fifty-five, and that was perfect. Yeah, and it and and. That would have been what you were installing it to him for, and and he would have been having all the material and all that good stuff. It would have been out the door, which was really good, I thought too, because of what I believed it should have taken. But again, um, you know, we'd work through that. But um, that that job, you know, if you had it itemized, he might have been like, nah, you know, that seems like a lot at the beginning, and then maybe reduced it, and then as the project went on, may have added it back yeah. versus not even seeing it and understanding it, and. I mean, I've seen many times when I when I put it on an estimate in the past or contractors have, people don't even look at it. They're just like, oh, lights? I didn't even think about that. Sweet. Awesome. Yes. Yep. And yep. they check it off and they're like, okay. You know, I mean, within reason. Again, it depends on the budget, the customer, your customer base. Um, I have some guys that are out in Kansas that I work with. Um, Wisconsin. So we're not just talking about big cities where they're, you know, people are spending money if you're doing it right. And there's a right way to do it. You can still do a quality install and a quality job of lighting. You don't have to have the highest end fixtures, but again, you're not going to give inferior quality just based on that. You're still going to give a good quality fixture. You might just they have to phase it out. That's yeah. one of the things that's nice about lighting. You can add more to systems very easily, Yeah, you know? Yeah, no, that that's really good. I think what you said in there, you just kind of blew through it. But you said they don't even think of it most of the time, and because that, that's exactly what I said in the beginning. Like, it's not something that I like. I don't feel like lighting is is like dominant. I don't think it's a dominant thing because I think it's at night. Like people see it at night. So like the majority of the people that drive by the house are never going to notice it. But the ones in their neighborhood, the, like fr friends they bring over, it's go it's going to make a difference for them. So, but like, it's just not something that I've ever really thought about doing in previous years of my business. And I think what you're saying is like, same thing, homeowners wouldn't really like, that wouldn't be the first thing that comes to mind. They're thinking plants, trees, mulch, pine straw, whatever. And like, yeah. lighting doesn't come. Yeah. So I think, yep. I think you're saying is, is awesome installed in the beginning or uh, priced in the beginning and, and go that route. So, if, if you're doing a lot of lighting and you're listening to the show, I hope it's of some value to you. But I'm trying to make it a beginner's course because I know I needed this, uh, and I and it would have helped me if I was educated. It would have helped. It would have saved some of your time. And I know you're you want to help other people. You want to teach people how. But 
let's go to literally the person who has no idea because like that was me when we had our phone call like I didn't know anything like <laughs> have, yeah I've heard 12-2 wire and uh, strippers and transformers and, all, and wire nuts and all that, but I haven't done it. So, like, I've heard the terms, but I haven't done it. So, like, what is a way, that, and I know you mentioned, you kind of went through this earlier, so there's two ways I want to go here. I want to go, how do we learn about the lighting, and then how do we get into learning the design of the lighting? So, you said there's courses, and you can get really in-depth, but, like, I know you want to help people, but you don't really want to help people like me who had no idea. Let's be honest. No, it takes- come on. No, 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 no. That's actually incorrect. So the way our business is set up, that is my wheelhouse customer. Because the way that I work, I understand. I know a lot of people find that hard to believe, but I, I'm i not from lighting. So I, I was handheld and I was yeah. taught it and I felt I was taught it so quickly and I have gotten, I believe, so so much better at it every year every month um because of the tutelage and the knowledge is out there it's like anything else like i am obsessed with guys striping striping bermuda like i know that sounds crazy but like i youtube and instagram the bleep out of it like for me that's like i get fixed because i have bermuda now i'm 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 always been into my lawn my home personal home lawn and i'm just like i'm trying to get my bermuda to be like golf course stripes how are you striping it did you get your real mower (laughs) uh so i so i'm looking at the real mower right now i have a john deere in mind that it's like going to be a used one but i'm not there the the lawn's not ready for it yet so i'm still using my my uh my uh, rotary ego 56 volt electric, which is, is pretty good mower. I used to have a Honda, which was a, a beast guess, but um, I traded her in. It uh, is a rotary for, though. Yeah, it is rotary. Okay. It's not real. It's not real. I know it should be real to really get it good, but uh, I'm doing my best. You know, I'm a lighting guy. I'm not a yeah. lawn guy, but my point being is I'm into the lawn and I'm finding what I'm into. So if you want to find lighting, you'll find it. A lot of the br- manufacturers offer videos right on their site. There's so many YouTubes out there. There is so many online people out there. Now, there's some people out there that are, you know, that may not know um, what you're looking for in particular, but you can find that specific person. And that's one thing I think I also do. So maybe I'm not helping everybody with how to connect wires, how to design, how to price, how to, you know, things like that. But I can connect people with other people. So that's a big thing of what we're doing, right? We're in the social media world. Um, people are like, well, you know, you're on social media and people are less social. No, you're wrong. People are more social. I've never thought I would talk to someone from Alabama or Kansas or Wisconsin. Like that was never in my in, in my head living in, you know, New Jersey and then, then South Carolina, I never thought that would be the case, you know? So we are being more social if you're using it the right way. So use those things out there. I know, um, time's not free, you know, people, you can't lean on people for all that, but there are some people that you can invest in and that are, you know, that'll help you out. Um, that would be like a good start. Someone like myself, you know, I feel like, again, I excel at that. But then there's courses. So there's a couple associations that um, have a yearly, I believe, gathering um, for one or two days, typically in Arizona or Florida. <clears throat> Excuse me. A um, lot of really good knowledge. I, I was there. I've taken the course. Um, they offer several different courses for different levels. Um, then there is something that's, you know, for next level, if you really, really want to get into design and and the art side of that and, and the proper lighting and, and all these way too in depth to go into. Um, yeah. there's, there's, there's 
um, a course that they hold over a week's time. Um, it's called Illy, so I-L-L-I. Um, we are a part of that association as well. I know um, Chase um, is on, was on the board, and um, he has taken that course and learned a lot of stuff there. They give you probably every manufacturer that's out there is available for you to touch and work with um, with different groups from around the country. Um, one year was held at Oklahoma University, I believe the University of Oklahoma. Um, so stuff like that um, is, is a way to kind of train yourself. Um, you know, books, you know, it's kind of tough to say. It's really, yeah. uh, uh, to me, it's a trial and error. There's no, it's not like throwing chemicals for you. Yeah, where you're going to burn the lawn. It's a trial and error. It's like, all right, this is what I think should look good. But hey, maybe I, maybe it's just not, it doesn't look correct. It looks a little too bright. It doesn't look bright enough. It doesn't look like it's covering the object that I'm trying to. So you want to look at it from all angles, you know, all four sides. If there is four sides of viewing angles, you know, those are some things, um, some, some ways to design some tips um, yeah. that I've been kind of taught. Um, I don't know if there's per se anything else. I, I hope that kind of answered your question. No, for uh, sure. That that's what I wanted is like, and I know you do want to help the uneducated customer. I didn't mean it like that, but I know like <laughs> I, I want I want people to at least maybe find out what those basic terms are. Just go watch maybe a video or two because like I just feel bad, and I know you don't mind it. I know that, but I just feel bad being like, hey, teach me everything at no cost. Like, and I know we we're gonna purchase work and uh, purchase product from you and and all that down the road, but it's just like. Um, I at least want to be an educated consumer, uh, and so I, I, that's, I think everybody else out there feels the same way. They don't want to just be hand-fed everything, at least. So, um, well, man, this is pretty good. We're already sitting at half an hour. It's just time has absolutely flown. Uh, I did not think it was going to go that this fast, but it always does. Um, I got really two final things for you. One is, um, what do you think like the biggest piece of advice is to somebody that you would give if they haven't started yet, they're just like on the fence or trying to figure it out. Like, what is your biggest piece of advice? Is it just go out and do it? Like, what do you, would you have to say to that to that uh, business owner out there? Buy the demo kit. Make sure your 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 company is ready to absorb that that cost that we spoke of, mm -hmm. and and do it. It's not it's not out of the question. You know, like when you start mowing lawns, you're you're popping for a couple thousand. You know, 20, uh, 2,500, 4,500, now even more for a mower. Yeah. What's $1,000 for a set of lights that legitimately could be a 50% profit margin every time out? Yeah. You know, like that's just, it's just no reason. If, if you're on the fence about adding any service that has to do with it, if it's, if you feel it's in line with what you're already providing, it's a no brainer. Irrigation, you should be doing lighting. If you're doing irrigation, you should be involved in lighting. Mm. And that means any level. So if you're just irrigation, you should do lighting. If you do landscape and touch irrigation, even if it's just repairs on the stuff that you move around, you should be doing lighting. It's the same tools. It's the same concepts. You know, like it, there's no reason you shouldn't be doing lighting. A lot of people just leave it off, like I said, because the budget just, they don't put it at the beginning. It's not a line item. It's not what's thought of. And then the budget is blown. And then who's lifting up pavers and moving pavilions and replanting a 15-gallon blue spruce because you got to, you know, run wire and all this extra stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no one wants to do that. No one wants to pay for that. No customers are paid on the backside. So you really should be putting it in on the front. Yeah. Man, that's good stuff. That's it. 
Yeah, that's yeah. good. I, I think that's that would be my advice, and it's my it's advice to myself. Like, just do it. So anything <laughs> anything that we have coming up, we're going to be including lighting um, and trying to trying to ethically upsell that that product and that service to the customer. Um, our final question: We try to ask all of our guests here on the show, and this is kind of a bit different for you. I'm excited to hear your answer because you're not a business mm-hmm. owner for say, but you're helping a lot of people out there. You're solving a lot of people's problems, which is what a business owner does. Um, it's simply what is your why? Why do you think like why do you sell lighting to people? Why do you help contractors get that business that side of their business set up? So it's funny. Um, recently, as you mentioned, I was uh, for the second time returning guests uh, for Caleb Alma's Kid Contractor podcast, and this kind of came up, and but indirectly. And I had as my sibling, my sister, listen for once, and I was like, "Hey, can you give this a listen? What do you think?" Because it's not about lighting; it was a little different. And she's always been like a mentor to me. She's my older sister. And she's like, it was really good. She goes, it's so true though. That is, you always want to help. It's just, I, I've always wanted to be like the people person, the, the people pleaser. Like, And I don't want to say that as like pushover because that's a big difference because of that I am not. I am definitely not a pushover. Yeah. But I, I, I genuinely want to see everyone else succeed as long as it's not at my expense not succeeding yeah does that make sense that makes a lot of sense if if i can provide that you know and i've had corporate jobs where i sat at a desk i've had field jobs where i was out all day um you know i started i tried to start a a business in in the past uh, you know didn't really work it that well never really got off the ground um so i've seen a lot of different things and i feel like kind of it's just like a calling i just really enjoy it like i get excited like when you called and you're like hey man i think i want to give it a shot i'm like high-fiving my wife she's like what is wrong with you i'm like <laughs> i don't even know I'm like i don't even know this guy but yeah i'm like i might have just knocked alabama off of my state list you yeah, know like sure. the, the like the night i got california it was like a party in my house you know yeah. so um honestly that's my why i really do genuinely care um again uh not a pushover by any means but i just want people to succeed and if i can if i can help and bring any value in any way you know great if you're willing to listen to me i'm excited for that you know Mm. um that's good that's a good way to end it man that that right there is uh that's selling yourself and promoting your product without even doing it that's just telling you who you are and telling everybody who you are and and somebody that people i know i want to work with in the future um if somebody does want to start if they want to get this started in their business what are the steps what do they need to do to get in touch with you uh, and green founder and get this whole train rolling so best way people get to tr- in touch with me is through instagram it just happened to be there it just kind of organically developed like that you know, I'm on it a lot. I see what guys are doing. I like to comment on their activities. So that's always a nice, easy, soft intro. Um, from there, I usually shoot you an email. They can shoot me an email. It's john, J-O-H-N, at greenfoundryco.com. So that's G-R-E-E-N-F-O-U-N-D-R-Y-C-O.com. Um, some people like to email. Um, once we make initial contact, I usually ask what you like. I'll give you my cell phone. We could text call some guys i have a guy in pa he calls me john this is what i need okay you got it and then i send the email and then he approves it via telephone um some guys only talk to me through text message um some guys i try to text them they hit me back on instagram whatever works for you yeah um but you can find us on our website you know greenfoundryco.com you can see us our website there's a, a place for you to put a form submission in, an online submission. You can email and say, hey, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in that. I saw this on your website. I heard John. 
I don't really want to talk to him. Is there someone else? Because I like what you're doing, <laughs> but I don't want to talk to him. You know, yes. He we'll talks too fast for me. You talk too yeah. fast for these guys down in the South. You know, you, you've been no, in South so Carolina I'm, long enough. You should figure it out by now. Dude, it's only been a year. You know how hard it is for me to work on that? Yeah. Like, it's, it's tough. I'm getting there. On the weekends, I slow down. So yeah. you, know who, you know who Jason Creel is? I see him through the through the social through the, media. Yeah, I through the through web. Him. That if you if you try talking to Jason Creel, he would literally have to put you in like slow motion. Like he talks, <laughs> he talks like this. He's from the South. He's a good old boy. <laughs> and we all love Jason. I love it. Hey man, I need that. I need that in my yeah. life. Um, part of me moving here was a big part of that. Is got to slow down. Got to enjoy. You know, yeah. smell the roses and enjoy life as well as work hard at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. to to be able to enjoy that. Yeah. But yes, you can find me at the normal platforms, um, you know, website, um, email, like I said, um, whatever works for you works for me. Yeah. Again, very easy going. I'm usually pretty responsive. Um, I do like to give, like you said, I just want to say a lot of information, but I'm never looking for an instant response, right? You know that you can speak on it. I may have texted you like five, six texts in a row, yeah, lots of dialogue. That's 100% true, yeah. And then like three days later, you're like, hey, man, all right, this is cool. And I'm like, all right. I know you're in the field. I know you're busy. I'm not looking for an answer. But you asked me for info, so I'm giving you the data as soon as I get it. Whether it's in the middle of the night, first thing in the morning, 10 days later, as soon as I can get something, I try to pass it along so that you and your customer can make that educated decision. You know, and uh, But yeah, I do appreciate your time. I really appreciate coming on these podcasts. I have a lot of fun with it. Um, Really, really appreciate it, and good luck to you. And again, good luck with the baby. Oh, thanks, man. No, I appreciate your time. We need to do a catch up. Maybe if I can finally land one of these jobs, we'll do a we'll do a, a debrief of the job and kind of how the job went with us. You helping me through it and things like that. Uh, maybe I would love that. That would love be that. good to help somebody else out there uh, be beneficial to them. But John, uh, thank you so much for your time, man. It's an honor to have you on here. Thanks for uh, just coming on and sharing your wisdom and your thoughts and um, helping somebody else out there, guys. If you wanted to reach out to John, there's all your info. He gave it to you there. Uh, we'll put his Instagram in the show notes. You can just click the link, shoot him a DM there, and. Uh, get to know them and, and add this um, hyper profitable service to your business. I think you can do very well and it could be transform transformative for your business if you really wanted to and you want to take it to the next level. So uh, without any further ado, that's going to wrap this one up and we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Podcast. It is an honor to have you listening and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.